Shalom, shalom. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone is having a great day. Thank you for joining and tuning in. Today's topic is the Hebrew awakening. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to jump into it. So, what is the Hebrew awakening? Simply put, it is the awakening of the children of Israel or Yasharal. But why do we have to be awakened? The scriptures tell us that we will forget who we are and forget the Most High. This was the result of our ancestors breaking the covenant that they made with the Most High. Let's search the scriptures. Zechariah 10 and 9 Though I sowed them among the nations, they will remember me in distant lands. They and their children will live and return. 2 Ezra 2 and 7 Let them be scattered abroad among the heathen. Let their name be put out of the earth, for they have despised my covenant. Deuteronomy 32 and 26 I said I would scatter them into corners. I will make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Baruch 2 verses 29 through 33 If you will not hear my voice, surely this very great multitude shall be turned into a small number among the nations where I will scatter them. For I knew that they would not hear me because it is a stiff-necked people. But in the land of their captivities, they shall remember themselves, and they shall know that I am Yahuwah, their Elohim. For I will give them an heart and ears to hear, and they shall praise me in the land of their captivity, and think upon my name, and return from their stiff neck and from their wicked deeds. For they shall remember the way of their fathers, which sinned before Yahuwah. In these verses, it says that we will remember him and think upon his name. Many people look at Israelites sideways because we say Yahuwah, Yahweh, Ahiah, or Yah, but they fail to see that we are fulfilling prophecy. God and Lord are titles, they are not names. Zephaniah 3 9 says that the Most High will return us to a pure language to call upon his name. Now, we may have a difference in the names, but I think most Israelites agree that God and Lord is not his name. Those are not his names. They are merely titles. These verses say that we will remember ourselves. Simply, we will remember that we are his chosen people. It also states that when we remember him, we will praise him in the land of our captivities. Those of us who have awakened keep the commandments that were given to our ancestors. We worship and honor him because he has made himself known to us in this awakening. Ever notice how Israelites always say all praises to the Most High when they're talking or delivering a word? We are praising him in even the smallest minute things because he has made himself known to us. We are in the truth and we see his hand in all things. At least I know I do. When you wake up out of the Christian delusion, the scriptures come to life. You can relate to them more and you enjoy reading and being in the word. Number two, these verses also say that Israel will be scattered among the heathen or the Gentiles 
and to the four corners of the earth, but he will bring us back home. Number three, he said he'll remove the memory of us from among men. Now, how does the Most High do this? Well, he works through people to fulfill his will. Psalms 83 is the conspiracy against the chosen people. Verse 4 of Psalm 83 reads, Come, let us destroy them from being a nation, that the name of Israel be no more. Cut off means to erase or destroy. Is this not what the Most High said he would do in Deuteronomy 32 and 26? He used different nations to conspire against Israel for breaking his covenant. Those nations are listed in verses 6 through 8 in Psalms 83. Have you ever heard the so-called Jews in the so-called land of Israel today ever say they forgot their heritage or their culture or them being in slavery? We will look at some scriptures to see who the true children of Israel are today. There was indeed a worldwide conspiracy to hide the chosen. A nation took their identity and have been pretending to be Yah's chosen people for decades. Those people have inherited lies. Revelation 2 and 9 says, I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy of them that say they are Jews and are not but are of the synagogue of Satan. To be a Jew, you were from the southern kingdom, which means you were bloodline, right? To me, in my opinion, a Jew and a Judean are two different things, but I know Bible scholars use them interchangeably. But anywho, we see Messiah said that there's a group of people who claim to be Jews, but are not. It's given identity theft vibes. They are actually of the synagogue of Satan, and we know what Satan's main objectives are. Steal, kill, and destroy. Indeed, as we go further through this lesson, we will see that they stole the identity of the chosen people. So let's start with the curses listed in Deuteronomy 28, verses 15 through 68. I beseech thee, to read the whole chapter when you get a chance, but I'm just going to pull out a few verses that identify who the Israelites are today. Number one, Deuteronomy 28 and 30. You shall betroth a wife and another man shall lie with her. You shall build a house and you won't live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you won't gather the grapes thereof. This is saying that the wives will be raped by other men or slave masters or the oppressors our ancestors would build houses but they would never live in them when you think about our history our people are very skilled our people our men built cities for pharaoh and i think you can find that in exodus chapter one our people also built the white house deuteronomy 28 and 32 your sons and your daughters shall be given unto another people, and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in your hand. So we see that the children were taken from their parents, families were torn apart, and there was nothing they could do about it. Deuteronomy 28 and 37 
and you shall become an astonishment, a proverb, a byword among all nations, where Yahuwah shall lead thee. A byword is basically a stereotype. What group of people are known by a word no matter what country they're in? What group of people are looked down as if they're beneath everyone? African Americans worldwide are known as niggers or negro. Deuteronomy 23 and 43. The stranger that is within thee shall get above thee very high, and you shall come down very low. What race of people are at the bottom of society? The strangers or the foreigners like the Arabs and the Chinese and the Koreans, they can come over to the United States and be prosperous before many black people can be. Yes, black people are on the rise with their businesses, but the vast majority of us are still struggling. We're still at the bottom. It's hard for us to get business loans, but you have foreigners who can come over here and apply for a business loan and it's given to them no hassle most of the time but that's not true for most people of color deuteronomy 28 and 48 and you shall serve your enemies which yahuwah shall send against you and he shall put a yoke of iron on your neck until he have destroyed you what people had yokes of iron around their necks Google yokes of iron and see what comes up. Only one nation of people comes up on that Google search. I have yet to see white people with yokes of iron around their necks. Or maybe I'm just not looking hard enough, but I, I've never seen white people with yokes of iron around their necks. Deuteronomy 28 and 68. And Yahuwah shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. By the way thereof I spake unto you, you shall not see it no more again. There you shall be sold unto your enemies for bond men and bond women, and no man shall buy you. Who was put into ships and taken back into bondage, a.k.a. slavery? This is the transatlantic slave trade. Before our ancestors stepped foot in the promised land, still in the wilderness, the Most High told them straight up, y'all not going to do right. Even Moses told them before he died, y'all not going to do right. These curses going to come upon y'all. They were warned way before they got into the promised land. And the more I think about it, it's like us today. And, you know, a lot of times we make decisions and we don't think about future generations, what they have to put up with and go through because of the, the mistakes or the decisions we make today. I'm pretty sure that was our ancestors' train, train of thought. They wanted to do what they wanted to do. They didn't care about the consequences of it. The Most High truly knows the end from the beginning and everything in between. The transatlantic slave trade was prophesied centuries before it came to pass. Now, Verses 45 and 46 of Deuteronomy 28 are the key to identifying the Israelites. It reads, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon you and shall pursue you and overtake you 
till you be destroyed, because you didn't listen to the voice of Yahuwah, your Elohim, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded you, and they shall be upon you for a sign and for a wonder and upon your seed forever. So these curses are a sign, a red flag, evidence of the descendants of the Israelites down throughout all their generations. What group of people today match these curses? When I read Deuteronomy 28, I often think about the movie Roots. That movie definitely matches the scriptures to a T. Many of the movies and TV shows are based on the scriptures. It's amazing to me that Hollywood has no problem depicting black people as slaves, which was our ancestors' reality. But everyone else in the Bible, like Moses, the Messiah, Mary, and Daniel, they all white people. There's a show that has Samson as a, as a black man. I'm not sure the name of it off the top of my head right now. Levi and Dan were brothers, but yet Moses is white and Samson is a whole black man with dreads. Make that make sense for me. The DNA ain't adding up. But they want the world to believe that the Israelites today are white people. And never have we ever seen white people depicted as slaves on TV. If the people in the so-called land of Israel today are the descendants of the Israelites from back in the day, why are they never depicted as slaves as black people are in these slave movies? Maybe I'm tripping, but I need someone to make that make sense for me because some not adding up. Deuteronomy 21 and 23. Cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree. Now, before you jump down my throat and cut off this podcast, before you cut me off, I know this verse is referring to the Messiah, but. Think about all the African-Americans, or should I say Israelites, who were hanged in the United States. The Tuskegee Institute recorded 4,743 lynchings between the years of 1882 and 1968. 3,446 of those lynchings were black people. Black people were hanged on trees and lynched. And that verse says, cursed be anyone that hangs on a tree. We know from reading Deuteronomy 28 that the Israelites were a cursed people. The curses came upon them and we were hanged on a tree just like the Messiah. Hmm. Continuing on, if you still aren't convinced that Israel is a people of color, let's continue digging through the scriptures. So... We all know that Egypt is in Africa, and Africa is a beautiful continent made up of many melanated tribes. Egypt was once known as Kemet. Egyptians, historically, were known to be dark-skinned people. Ham, the youngest son of Noah, had four sons. Mizraim who is the progenitor of the Egyptians. In the Zondervan Bible Dictionary, it reads this about Ham. It says, Ham, 
He became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negro, but the Egyptians, which is Mizraim, the Ethiopians, Cush, Libyans, Put, and Canaanites, which is Canaan. Eber is a descendant of Shem and is said to be the founder of the Hebrew race. We read in Genesis 14 and 13, Abraham is identified as a Hebrew. Were the Egyptians and Hebrews similar in appearance? Let's see what the scripture says. Number one, we all know that Joseph was sold by his brother to the Ishmaelites and he ended up in Egypt. Long story short, he became the second in command to Pharaoh. A famine comes to the land and Jacob sends his sons to Egypt to get food. They pull up to Egypt and Joseph recognizes his brothers, but his brothers didn't recognize him. This is an indication that Joseph blended in among the Egyptians. And you can read about this in Genesis chapter 42. Number two, Moses from the tribe of Levi was mistaken for an Egyptian by Jethro's daughters when they were drawing water for their father's flock. This is found in Exodus chapter 2, verses 16 through 19. Number three, Paul was mistaken for an Egyptian, and he was a Hebrew from the tribe of Benjamin. And you can read about that in Acts chapter 21, verses 36 through 38, and Romans chapter 11, verse 1. So these three examples tell us that the Hebrews and the Egyptians looked alike. If the Egyptians were a dark-skinned people, then the Hebrews had to be dark-skinned as well. Us black people come in many shades of brown, but they identify us all as black. So I'm pretty sure the Egyptian ranged in different shades of brown as well. They weren't all charcoal black high yellow to light skin to brown to black we are a beautiful array of people and i'm quite sure the egyptians they range in different colors of brown as well but what about the messiah though he was from the tribe of judah didn't mary and joseph leave um bethlehem to hide in egypt to get away from herod they had to have blended in with the egyptians as well People love to say, color don't matter. Jesus came for people of all color, but he first came for his people, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now I'm not saying other nations can't be saved. They can be grafted in and they have to cleave to the house of Israel. But the truth is the truth and the truth matters. We see in the scriptures, the descendants of Levi and Benjamin looked like the Egyptians. Joseph blended in among the Egyptians. So what should that tell us about the other tribes and our Messiah? And I, and I got to talk about it because Christians love to say color don't matter. They, that's their favorite line. It seems like color don't matter. But you know, as long as the Messiah is white, everything's all right. But time you say he was a black man, oh, they get mad, get aggressive, start rebuking you, start calling you a racist. If color didn't matter, why did the Greeks, Rome, and the oppressors make it about color? They gave us an image of Christ, which was Caesar Borgia, 
and changed his name from Yahushua HaMashiach to Jesus Christ. In 1 Maccabees chapter 3, verse 48, it says, And laid open the book of the law, wherein the heathen had sought to paint the likeness of their images. These heathens were the Greeks. The Greeks wanted to insert themselves into the Hebrew scriptures, and Rome followed in their footsteps. Another line people say is, Yahushua was olive colored. Olives are green, black, purple, and brown. Now we know ain't nobody walk around here with green skin. I haven't seen purple people walk around here either. That leaves us with black and brown. Then they'll say he was brown like the people in the Middle East today. The term Middle East didn't originate until 1850. The so-called Middle East was and still is Northeast Africa. The Middle East, quote unquote, was separated from the continent of Africa by the Suez Canal in 1859, just nine years after the term Middle East came about. Y'all don't find that suspicious? The Holocaust occurred in 1941 through 1945. It was the genocide of European Jews. These Jews were not bloodline descendants. They were converts. Ashkenazi Jews, who these Jews were, are from Germany, Poland, and Russia. Ashkenaz is a descendant of Japheth. Three years later, on May 14, 1948, Israel was reborn as a nation. Please tell me where this is at in scripture. So what does Jewish mean? If you look up ish, it means somewhat or not exactly. So Jewish means somewhat like a Jew or not exactly a Jew. If these Jewish people are not the Jews, then who is? Seems there's a people that want to be Israel. The Holocaust was not prophesied, but the transatlantic slave trade was definitely prophesied in the scriptures. In this next scripture, it confirmed it for me that Israelites were black folks because of the language in this verse. I laughed out loud the first time I read it. It's Nehemiah chapter 13, verse 21. Then I testified against them and said unto them, why lodge ye about the wall? If you do so again, I will lay hands on you. <laughs> if that don't sound like black folk, you can't tell me Nehemiah wasn't a whole black man talking like that back in the day. We still talk like this today. We'll say, don't make me put hands on you. Pull up. You can get these hands. <laughs> okay, last scripture. Psalms 137 verses 1 through 3. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept, and we remember Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song, and they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, 
Sing Us, one of those songs of Zion. When I first read this, I thought about chattel slavery. I thought about the slavery our ancestors endured in the Americas. I said it sounded like they asking them to sing them a Negro spiritual. I've never, and I'm still young, I'm only in my 30s. I've never heard Hitler, I've never heard of Hitler asking them European Jews to sing him a song. Have y'all? I've never, furthermore, I've never heard these European Jews being carried into slavery. Have y'all? I've never seen or heard any depiction of white people being carried away into slavery and asked to sing a song. Maybe I need to dig a little deeper to find it, but I ain't seen it yet. But we know the Negro has always been sought after for entertainment purposes. We, the so-called African-Americans, had to endure the curses because our ancestors broke the covenant that they made with the Most High. Y'all was hurt that our ancestors worshipped other gods, disrespected him, and didn't follow his instructions, a.k.a. his laws. He poured out his anger upon us. He hid his face from us for a time, but he was always there. He scattered us, and he will regather us. We will always be his chosen people. The Most High is a man of his word. Just as the curses were passed down through the generations, so were the blessings. We got next. The nations, the oppressors, will not get away with how they treated our people throughout the years. Their descendants will be judged and go into captivity, just as it is stated in the scriptures. And I'll close with these scriptures. Deuteronomy 30, verses 1 through 5. And it shall come to pass, when all these things are come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you shall call them to mind among all the nations, whether Yahuwah your Elohim have driven thee, and shall return unto Yahuwah your Elohim, and shall obey his voice according to all that I command you this day, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul, that then Yahuwah your Elohim will turn your captivity and have compassion upon you, and will return and gather you from all the nations where Yahuwah your Elohim have scattered you. If any of you be driven out unto the outermost parts of heaven, from there will Yahuwah gather you, and from there will he fetch you. And Yahuwah will bring you into the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. And he will do you good and multiply you above your fathers. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 11 and 12. And it shall come to pass in that day that Yahuwah shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria, Egypt, Pathros, Cush, 
Elam, and Babylon, and Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. And he shall set up an ensign for the nations, and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel, and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. Baruch 2, verse 34. And I will bring them again into the land which I promised, with an oath unto their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they shall be lords over it. And I will increase them, and they shall not be diminished. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them to be their Elohim, and they shall be my people. And I will no more drive my people of Yasharel or Israel out of the land that I have given them. Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 35 through 37 and Jeremiah 33 verses 24 through 26. Thus said Yahuwah, which giveth the sun for a light by day and the order of the moon and the stars for a light by night, which divided the sea when the waves thereof roar. Yahuwah of hosts is his name. If those orders depart before me, said Yahuwah, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus said Yahuwah, if heaven above can be measured and the foundation of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all they have done, said Yahuwah. Consider you not what this people have spoken, saying, The two families which Yahuwah have chosen, he have even cast them off? Thus they have despised my people, that they should be no more a nation before me. Thus said Yahuwah, If my covenant be not with day and night, and if I have not appointed the order of heaven and earth, then I will cast away the seed of Jacob and David my servant, so that I will not take any of his seed to be ruler over the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For I will cause their captivity to return and have mercy on them. Isaiah 14 verses 1-3 through 3. For Yahuwah will have mercy on Jacob, and will yet choose Israel, and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And the people shall take them, and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of Yahuwah for servants and handmaids. And they shall take them captives, who captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. And it shall come to pass in the day that Yahuwah shall give you rest from your sorrow and from your fear and from your hard bondage wherein you were made to serve. Revelation chapter 13 verse 10 He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. Yasharel, Israel, be encouraged. We are still and always will be his people. He has not forgotten about us. He will deliver us from the lands of our captivities and take us home. The second exodus is coming soon. As always, search these things out for yourself and take it to the Most High. Until next time, Shalom.